Welcome to the Moving Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Wilson, CEO of the Wilson Group Real Estate Services, and my passion is creating success in people by sharing my experiences in real estate, entrepreneurship, and community involvement. My partner, Heather Warmbrod, and I will be hearing from expert leaders in these spaces and giving you practical advice to help you accelerate your business. So pull up a seat because we are about to have a lot of fun. It's time for you to move up. Welcome to another great episode of the Moving Up Podcast. And the reason this episode is going to be so great is because we have Eric Snyder, Editor-in-Chief of the Nashville Business Journal with us today, and we could not be more excited to have you on our show. Oh, I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you so much. Welcome. Thank you for being here. So, Eric, I would just like you to start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and the Business Journal, and then we've got to just sort of weave through the conversation. Sure. Uh, Well, I'll start with the Business Journal, because that's more more my nature (laughs) to to recede to the background. The Business Journal is, you know... We strive for the Business Journal to be the go-to source of information for people who want to know how to do business in Nashville, how to grow their careers in Nashville. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the bumper sticker of our mission is pointing our audience toward opportunities and away for folly. Uh, (laughs) Away from folly? I got (laughs) Fix it in post! Uh, (laughs) Business journalists pushed me towards folly. (laughs) Just because their events are so fun. Yeah, Yeah, that's certainly one of the the important legs of our stool. And so that's a pretty simple mission statement, but it's very flexible. Mm -hmm. Uh, We certainly uh, give ourselves permission to go lots of different places, tell lots of different stories. But if we're doing our jobs right, like you you have better idea of where it's safe to put your footing, so to speak, and who to know in town. Uh, that's, That's one of the main reasons our events are so popular is just how they bring people together. Uh, and so that's just, you know, life is about who you know. We all know that at this point. And, and we take a lot of pride in, in bringing different groups of Nashville together, whether it's to talk about opportunities, to talk about challenges, compare notes, et cetera. Uh, I don't have to tell you guys how great Nashville is on that front in terms of being generous with, with our time and, and um, sharing what we know. And we like to encourage that and, and help that happen. Mm-hmm. So, How long have you been at the Business Journal? It'll be 14 years this September. Okay. A while. You started at age 14. I I was 26. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, I turned 40 in a few weeks. Oh, happy birthday. We'll we'll chalk any weirdness up to that looming milestone. Uh, Yeah, but I I joined uh, the Business Journal in 2009. I started covering commercial real estate. You certainly recall this was the era of condo auction sales Mm -hmm. uh, in in the Gulch and elsewhere. West End Avenue. Yeah, this was was a time when I was writing a lot of trend stories just because Mm -hmm. there wasn't necessarily a lot of actionable deals. Yeah. And clearly, we've not been in that mode for a long, long time here in Nashville. Uh, And then I moved up from there uh, to become editor-in-chief today. I'm a Clarksville kid, born and raised. Okay. I went to college at Memphis. Yes. Um, Go Tigers, go. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we live out in West Nashville, out in Hillwood, and we've been there for 13 years. Nice. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, it, it has been nice. Business journalism was, was new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, journalism was not, obviously. I'd been covering City Hall in Clarksville for the daily paper there when I moved here. But having an understanding of you know, the cast of characters, roughly, the geography, roughly, has been a huge help 
and I, I think that is one of the, the strengths that, that work in my favor today is that I, I do, you know, I, I know Nashville. I, I saw the Predators come. I saw right. the Titans come. Right. And so I've seen its um, permutations along the way. Exactly. So the Business Journal, you're covering every aspect of business in Nashville and Middle Tennessee. Each month, or not each month, each week, is it specific to a certain business or how far out do you guys plan when, like, so I get the Daily Business Journal, the mm-hmm. online, twice a day. I love do it. too. Mm-hmm. Love it. And then Thank we get you. the paper here, Thank the you. Thank weekly. You. So is there a method to the madness of who makes the cover, what's going on, all that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah sure. Yeah. Christine. <laughs> well, it kind of depends on, it depends on where you look to the, to answer the question of how how mapped out, uh-huh. how by design is that, et cetera. We do. We have an editorial calendar that is available on our website, although if anyone wants it, it's easier just to email me, mm-hmm. um, that does kind of uh, list when our various lists will run. Mm-hmm. We build mm-hmm. a lot of packages around those lists. Uh, we don't keep it a secret, you know, when our 40 Under 40 publication is going to be, for example, March 34, or 24th. <laughs> uh, and so we do, you know, that part is is organized and, and set in stone. Uh, and it's good to have a lot of our lives structured in that sure, way. Sure, yeah. Because yeah. that, you know, you can work ahead on that stuff. You can plan on that stuff. The things that go on the cover are a mix. Mm-hmm. Some of the stories that go on the cover have been a work in progress for months, but some of them are very quick turn. Yeah. Oh, that thing happened on Friday or even Monday and we have to we have to get it in. Yeah. I'm, I'm recalling now, I guess it was March 2020 thereabouts when we we're putting together a quick turn cover story about COVID uh, mm-hmm. with featuring Dr. Frist. And then it, that it was the year when the tornado ran through. Mm-hmm. And so we also incorporated that into the, the cover coverage that week. And so that we give ourselves the flexibility to kind of play it by ear. Sounds unscientific, but at the same time. Yeah, you still got to be. It's, yeah. it's journalism. Is. Like, yeah. You know, we want there to be recency. We want there to be vitality and currency and, and mm-hmm. et cetera. And, as we speak, the the current issue features uh, kind of a, an exit interview of sorts with Mayor Cooper. Right, yes, just got and, that and this, in the mail. Yeah, so mm-hmm. good. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, Adam Sisko did a great job yeah, with Adam that interview. Yeah, did a great job. But I mean, that that was a, a story that wasn't on our radar two weeks prior. Sure. It's, and so it's nice to have some pieces set so that you can move around the rest of the board. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you always do a, a strong real estate section in March. Um, I guess that's this next week. I'm trying to think when that one comes out. I think it's March. Anyway, let's sort of flip to the mayoral candidate, the race that Davidson County is about to be in. You were saying before we went on the air that you guys are going to be hosting a forum? Yes. Or is that a secret? State, that I shouldn't be talking well, about? Well, I don't have enough details. Okay. There are no details <laughs> to no promote. There's no details? Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, we are currently- Breaking news on yes. the Moving Up podcast. Yeah, we are, we are uh, currently trying to find uh, a venue and some of those preliminary uh, steps. We have not set a date. Um, but yeah, that is something we have done so in the past for both mayoral and gubernatorial races. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We typically get pretty good turnout from both the candidates and and the audience because a, a lot of the storylines that go through, you know, the the mayor's office also go through, you know, our our readers' daily lives. Mm-hmm. And so there is a lot of mutual interest in hearing what the other has to say. Mm-hmm. So how do you guys are, are your report? Because you've got great reporters. Thank you. Are they out just? 
hitting the pavement trying to find things or do people call you guys with, hey, have you thought about covering this or what's the what happens there? It's both. Okay. But yes, primarily we do like to use the word entrepreneurial uh, with our newsroom in general, uh, certainly with our reporters. We do... It's not that we want them to make their own luck. We expect them to make their own luck. Mm-hmm. Sourcing is a huge part of, of our success. Mm-hmm. To the extent that we have any, it's because people are willing to be generous with their time and to meet uh, with our reporting staff, to talk about the things that are on their mind, to, to share interesting story ideas, to point us toward people that we should know. And typically, that's where the best stories come from, mm-hmm. uh, because they are organic that way. We do get a lot of pitches, and we welcome those pitches. We, mm-hmm. we, we do. The only thing we look for in that scenario is, is a dance partner who is willing sometimes to hear no when we play, is this anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, sometimes it's no, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if you take it this direction? Um, sometimes it's no, but don't be a stranger next time. But if if we were to subsist purely on that diet of stuff coming into us, we'd be we're too reactive. Yeah. And yeah. and to do journalism worth paying for, which is what we do ask our readers to do, we have to go out there and do the hard work of, you know, ourselves of, of trying to go out and, and meet people and find interesting stories. Right. Well, I do have to say everyone who works at the business journal is so nice. I mean, it's the nicest group of people. Your reporters are nice. Your staff is nice. When you go to an event, which I want to talk to as well, all, everyone who greets you and they know you, you're like, I'm like, how do you know me? You yeah. know, it's really cool. <laughs> so, how do y'all, like you've got amazing networking events mm-hmm. that brings great content, great speakers, and some are every year, I mean, the same ones every year, and then some seem to be new. Mm-hmm. How, do you have a, a committee that does that, or do you figure out what y'all want to do, or Lori? Or? Oh, that's 100% a, a group effort. Okay. Lori Becker, our, our publisher, is certainly a part of the part of those conversations. Jennifer Berkmeyer, mm-hmm. our events coordinator, is part of those conversations, and you know, something that changes year over year is something like the growth of Nashville series, which mm-hmm. is a, a panel series. And so that has persisted year over year, but then the individual topics change. Uh, affordable housing will be the the next one that we're, we're doing there. And yeah, those are group conversations in what are our readers, what's our audience most concerned about? How mm-hmm. can we provide the most help, the most utility, um, et cetera? And we we try to go from there, and that you know try to see what type of interesting voices we can get to to the table. You've been a great panelist for us in the past. To get some sponsor support, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, is there a pressing question right now that your readers want to know? Yeah, more than one. Uh-huh. Uh, certainly, more than one. The, uh, the things that are top of mind for a lot of our readers is workforce. Yeah, can they keep recruiting the talent that they need? Slash, can they retain the talent that they need? Mm-hmm. Um, and that that certainly has uh, real estate ramifications. Mm-hmm. There is, it, I didn't mean to wax philosophical too early in this, but there's a little <laughs> bit. And I think one of the reasons that the mayoral campaign is nicely timed is, is you may or may not agree with a, the idea that Nashville is having an identity crisis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but there is a question right now that I think the public should be involved in in terms of of the future of Nashville's identity and what it is. Absolutely. And and yeah. what it isn't. Those are more philosophical conversations. So I don't know that that would rise above, you know, workforce concerns. The state and city tensions is a, mm-hmm. a thing that I've heard come up organically in a lot of our conversations recently. Wondering 
how long that tension will remain elevated and whether and at what cost. Mm -hmm. And and then it goes from there, you know, then, then it goes from there. But those are certainly some almost ubiquitous questions. Yeah. Call ATA, CPA, and advisors to help you with all of your accounting needs. ATA can help you amplify your business with tax planning, client accounting services, advisory, and assurance services. Contact partner David Hart and the ATA team today at 615-662-2727 or visit atacpa.net to get started. Well, I thought it was interesting. I can't remember if it was yesterday or, or what when I was reading. Oh, it was that article you published on um, Bobby Joslin, that, that interview. Oh, the Joslin sign. Yeah. Yes, I mm-hmm. read that as well. I mean, for instance, on the airport authority, which runs all over me because it's so super successful right now with the state wanting to. Mm-hmm. And this is just Christy Wilson's opinion. But he made up a, <laughs> he, he said something that I did not know. And that's why it's smart before you, you know, throw out your opinion that you have all the facts. Yes. That it has to be a Davidson County resident. So when I'm hearing all this, because I look at the guys and ladies on the board right now, and I'm going, these are powerhouses. These mm-hmm. are the right people to me who seem to be on the bus. And I'm like, are you going to bring someone from, no offense to Hohenwald, but Hohenwald to be on that board? And then when yeah. they said it has to be a Davidson County resident, I thought, well, there's some smart people in Davidson County. The right ones are on it currently, but yeah, I shouldn't go down that rabbit hole right now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I love that it was a great, a great story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with that's, Bobby. that's been, uh, thank you. And that's been fascinating to watch. Because initially there were we were not the only ones wondering, well, like who is who is the Nashville Defense Force, for lack mm-hmm. of a better phrase? Who mm-hmm. who can and should play intermediary um, uh, mediator uh, in in this situation? And we are starting to see some voices bubble up, mm-hmm. uh, and so now we'll see how the votes go. It'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It will. So the Bellevue Harpeth Chamber is hosting a mayoral forum April 26th at the Loveless Cafe. So that should be good to see how many we have by that time, if, if we have more people who have decided to throw their hat in. and uh, It seems like the easy bet is yes, there'll be more. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are they doing it in the barn? We are. In the, in nice. the event barn. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would love an invite to that. Yes. He, he will be getting okay. one. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. And I think Eric would like an invite to that. I would very much. Yes. Very much. Yes. Good. We're looking forward to it. We've done it in the past with the Bellevue Harpeth Chamber, and it's been successful. So, you know, bring people out to Bellevue and remind them where we are and who we are, and don't forget about us. So Heather is the reigning champ of the Bellevue Chamber. (laughs) (laughs) Accidentally dual president of the chamber. I am not past president. Past president. Past president. But bless her heart. Yeah. She, um, thankful to be past president. Three best words of the English language, immediate past president. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just saying, or no assembly required. One of those. That's right. Three best words. That's right. Um, okay. So crane watch. Yeah. Oh, I, I love, love Crane Watch. <laughs> Obsessed. Obsessed. Oh, that's awesome. For sure. We we use that like when we're training new yeah. agents here. Uh-huh. We make sure well that they subscribe to the business journal so yes. they know what's Read going it every on. Day. Mm-hmm. And that they get familiar with Crane Watch. And now you guys have Development Watch. Mm-hmm. And I mean, these are just such great tools for not only realtor, well, especially for realtors, but for just Nashvillians in general, because it's impossible just to, to be keep in up the know. with what's going yeah. on. 
all over town right now with all the developments. So, I, I use them too. Yeah. My, my wife will ask me, what's going there? And I'm like, I don't know. And she'll say, but don't you run a business newsroom? And I say, it's too much. Yeah. It's right. too much. It's too much. You have to know, stay in your lane. Yeah. Um, I was showing property this weekend at Broad West and we're mm-hmm. looking down West End and the client's saying, now what's that building right there? I'm like, uh, and as we're sitting here speaking, I'm going, why didn't I just pull up Crane Watch? And I could have told her. But yeah, it's an awesome tool. Yeah, yeah I appreciate so. that. Uh, shout out to Adam Sitchko and Meg Rather uh, at the Business Journal. They, That's their their baby. And uh, actually, all ACBJ markets, all American City Business Journal's uh, markets have embraced that now. So that's a that's a feature that uh, if, you're, if you're in Austin, for example, you can pull up and answer those same types of questions. Very cool. Well, you know, it's just technology is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's stuff like when that. When it works. Just, yeah, when it works. Oh. <laughs> or when you think to use it. Yeah. Like had I thought to use it yesterday or <laughs> over the weekend, that client would have thought I was a rock star. She still made an offer. It <laughs> <laughs> worked out. Yeah, it worked, it out, worked just out fine. fine. <laughs> so what's your favorite part of your job? Basically this. Yeah. My wife sometimes, like a lot of us, we learned what our significant others really do for a living, I think, during the pandemic and during lockdown. And my wife has accused me of jawjacking all day, uh, and that's not wrong because that is the that is the bulk of my 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 job is is talking with uh, with the, the team inside the newsroom mm-hmm. and helping ideas go from from good to great and triaging you know all the all the story ideas that we could tell, and then also you know getting out and talking to people in the community like we're like we're doing today. We've already discussed it's a very generous city as far as that goes. People mm-hmm. are fascinating. Mm-hmm. It forces me to extrovert. Like if I'm getting paid for it, I can extrovert. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's fun yeah. uh, because it's interesting that the things that people are willing to tell a journalist and you, you can, you can get pretty philosophical pretty quick. You can, you can get into conversations with high stakes pretty quick. You can be reminded of our, of our similarities in ways that frankly, it's hard to do and kind of the striated someone look that word up um culture that we that we live in now and and mm-hmm. so you get to go to places and learn things that you wouldn't otherwise get to do right yeah. um i would hesitate to say that it makes me thoughtful because that makes me sound like i'm patting myself on the back but like it makes me think about things yeah. and, and be conscious of things mm-hmm. and that's not a bad way to be no i don't think that makes you sound like you're patting yourself on the back i think it makes you sound like you're super curious and you learn new things yeah. and you can think deeply about them and how you can put that out there for others to learn. Coming from an authentic place. And the only reason that we can think deeply about anything is because of like the expertise of the people that we're talking to. Sure. Right? Yeah. Like, um, you know, we cover we cover some pretty weighty issues. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at our main beats of commercial real estate, residential real estate, banking and healthcare, technology. Like, I mean, these are things that people, you know, get master's degrees and a doctorate's in. And it's only through them that we can get any type of, you know, understanding um, and and borrow some lenses to, to, to look at a particular issue. Um, which so, again, very fun. So since you've started with the Business Journal, have you found that the level of talent in Nashville has increased as we've grown substantially or it's just there's just more of it that's a hard question to answer because I'm looking first and foremost I'm familiar with you know the applications that come across our desks Mm -hmm. right and thankfully Nashville has always been a place that has attracted 
again, from our perspective, you know, ambitious, talented reporters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We've benefited from Nashville not being a generic city, Mm -hmm. certainly in my time there. And so we've benefited from that. And so I don't, I couldn't say that we've seen the quality of applicant change, you know, demonstrably. But anecdotally, I hear that it has. Mm -hmm. Anecdotally, I also know that cuts both ways, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, we, We are... As a society, we're less anchored into one place for lots of reasons. Um, but you don't have to hire someone who's going to come to your office every day or at all. And so you can you can hire from further away. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are doing so. But it also means that in, on the challenges of retention front, that your people, especially your best people, are suddenly not just um, a target for your competitor across the street, but for your competitor across multiple state lines. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's an interesting ongoing story to, to get to cover. Yeah. So as we wind down here, this podcast goes fast. What three things would you want the listeners to know about the Business Journal? Da-da, he's on the spot. Yeah. Three things to know about the Business Journal. One, we do. We all love to play Is This Anything? Our stock and trade uh, is talking to people and, and exchanging information. And so if you have a story idea or a person that you think we should know, please don't assume that our brains have got us to the same spot. Okay. Because it's, you know, there's, it's a huge city. There's infinite potential stories to tell. And your pitch might be the thing that's, that crystallizes something, or it might be the first time we've heard of something. And okay. So we love to play Is This Anything? Three things. I should know I'll three throw it, things. I'll throw yeah. this out. Come to your events. I mean, I, the events yeah. are really... I need to do and, that. And the way y'all shifted out of COVID, the first event I went to was um, Most Admired CEOs in 2021. And my friend Marjorie Feltis Hawkins was being honored. And y'all did it instead of the formal sit-down dinner type thing or, or luncheon. It was a cocktail party where, you know, all the tables were far enough apart and everything, even though we were officially out. And it was awesome. So you got to chat with everybody, mingle around, and then it was set up sort of like in, you know, just normal, like sitting in a classroom type seating, but you could sit with your friends and it just flowed. And I just loved, y'all, y'all were the first, now a lot of people do that, but you guys, I give you the credit for being the first one to come out. Their events are just really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, thank you. And, and you meet people. That. Yeah. I, mean, I meet somebody new at every single one, you know? So it's great networking. Yeah, and there's uh, usually multiple members of the newsroom are there, and they're there for the same reasons, mm-hmm. right? They're they're there to meet people also, mm-hmm. and so yeah, that's that's it takes a lot of work to do, but but for good reason. Yeah, I'll also give a shout out too to to Carol Smith, our longtime research director. Mm-hmm. Um, our our lists are a great resource for folks, whether you're new to town or not. Uh, but she spends her her weeks, you know, research, researching the biggest X. Yeah. You know, the the biggest real estate brokerages, mm-hmm. the the biggest law firms, etc. Uh, and so that's just a, another way of of helping co- to connect people. Yeah. The highest paid athlete was a big talk at dinner with my teenagers. I have high schoolers. Uh-huh. So that, you know, forget all the rest of the list. When I opened up the page and they saw that it it listed the highest paid athletes in the state, they were like, wait a minute, let me guess, and then let's read it. <laughs> Who was it? So it's Ryan Tannehill is number one. Really? Yeah. Okay. Ryan I Tannehill. Tannehill, I guess. No, he's actually further down the list. I was a little surprised. Yep. And then there's some Preds that are probably like, what, five, six, seven? I can't remember exactly. But there's some nine or tens on the Preds, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was... It, 
I had no idea. Yeah. Cool. It's very enlightening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Check that out. Yeah, the book of lists is great. We have one in both of our offices. And when people come and wait, they're always flipping through it. You know, we've just got it right there, which mm-hmm. is have, half of Nashville does too, yeah. I'm sure, in their in their waiting rooms. Yeah. But it's it's a good one. Can I ask, what is one of your more memorable um, articles that you have written or been a part of since you've been at National Business Journal in all of these years? Sure. No, I, I appreciate that one. Um, and at the at the risk of offending all the other children, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the one that comes to mind is Julia Masters' story last year looking at Lower Broadway. The print headline was, What the Hell Has Happened to Your City? Oh, that was a good uh, It was articulating some concerns um, that people are more comfortable people are more comfortable now having publicly than they were uh, for a while, just about what Lower Broadway is, who it's for, whether or not the city is comfortable with the Las Vegasification of it or or not. And that was a tremendous story, uh, period. Joy did a great job with it within her first year of being a business journal reporter for us. But I, I just love that story because of all the, the through lines that, that go through it, mm-hmm. right? It is obviously, that is a, a, a problem, quote unquote, that lots of cities across the country would be grateful to have. Mm-hmm. So in that way, it's emblematic of Nashville. A lot of the problems in Nashville yeah. are problems that other cities would be, you know, grateful to have. Nashville is a very popular place to be. That's why housing costs are, mm-hmm. you know, a pressure for a lot of people. And so it gets at those questions of identity. It gets at those questions of who Nashville is going to be. It gets at the questions of who gets to say, are we a tourist city? Are we Are we not? And she got, you know, stakeholders to go on the record emphatically. When, when you have Steve Smith you know, the downtown honky-tonk magnate mm-hmm. talking about, you know, being nervous for his son to, to walk home to his car after tending bar downtown, then that, you know, that resonates when someone like Steve Smith is concerned about the vibe downtown. And so I could I could do a story from, from each of our five reporters, but that's one that recency bias might be at play, but I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan of that one. Yeah, it was very good. Right when you started talking about it, I remembered that one. And um, it was the perfect headline. The headline matched yes. the article. Sure. <laughs> you know? And the headline, by the way, of course, that was that was a quote. That was someone who had visited uh who had visited yeah, Nashville and from had, the Washington I mean New York Times, was it or New No, not in that case. That was an email um that had been sent to uh the Convention and Visitors Corp. I see. There was another person who was part of a delegation from Portland, uh, who was quoted in that story, but not by that particular quote. Gotcha. Yeah. Well But yeah. I'll have to look that one up. It was good. On that note. Eric, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a blast. And I know you're super busy. Jaw jacking? Jacking jaw? What was yeah, it that your hey, wife calls hey, it? Hey, I, t- I, t- I told you I was Southern and I'm in it. I love it. I love it. I'm taking that. After <laughs> this, I'm going to go lollygagging. That's right. I love it. Down yonder. That's Down right. yonder. <laughs> Giddy up. All right. Yeah. On that note, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. If you have a topic that you would like Heather and I to cover, please email us at podcast at wilsongrouprealestate.com and we will do it. And Eric Snyder, kudos. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. Recognized as a nationally ranked top 150 accounting firm, Alexander Thompson Arnold CPAs serves Tennessee, Arkansas, Kentucky, and Mississippi by providing accounting, tax, and consulting services for clients ranging from small to medium-sized businesses. 
ATA offers several services other than traditional accounting to the Nashville area, such as technology solutions, litigation support, business valuations, marketing strategies, HR consulting, retirement plans, and third-party administration. Contact ATA partner David Hart by calling 615-662-2727 or visit them online at atacpa.net. Hey, if you're loving the show, go find that little follow button on your podcast app. This will ensure you won't miss a single episode. Until next time. This show is edited by Elizabeth Evans Media. 